Station. Yes, g'day, welcome back to another episode of the Sheep Station Cup Dynasty Podcast. I love listening to that uh, that intro, just rocking out all the time. Peter, usual suspects, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. I think just, tonight we should rename one. it. Yeah, we should rename it the Sheep Station Cup Champions Podcast. Um, <laughs> Twenty-six seconds that took. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the two of us. No, yours. He's flying to Bris Vegas. Uh, so look, just the, the the two of us. I'm I'm looking forward to it. We're going to talk some shit. Yeah. Uh, once again, about yours, and that's pretty easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. You excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. Talking shit on yours doesn't have that good of a ring to it, but being a champion has a good ring. Oh, it has a great ring. It actually has a double ring. Yeah. For you. For some of us. Yeah, for some of us. It's, uh, yeah, look, 67% of the time I've got a ring on. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, let's get into it. Um, big exciting times in the NFL world coming up. Free agencies around the corner, mate. Yeah, it's always fun free agency. I think um, this this year's draft class has probably you know been very heavily talked about, and especially us, we've been talking about it. But um, there's a lot of valuable fantasy players that are becoming free agents this year, and I think they're going a little bit under the radar. Yeah, too right. There's actually quite a few big names free agency this year, starting on uh, March 17, America. So probably March 18 by the time we get around to it. Uh, Big names. We're going to break a few down. Uh, you know, obviously the fantasy relevant positions. Uh, talk a bit of smack. Talk a bit of news. Yeah. Talk about a trade that went through, and talk about how many championships were won. Oh yeah. Well, do you want to talk about the biggest news of the week? Which part? Oh, this Titans first round draft pick <laughs> from last year being traded for a seventh round pick. <laughs> it's actually like a little bit of cancellation out with that seventh round pick too, eh? Like they're sending yeah. one but also getting one. It's like bringing, bringing, bringing it further in, like in the, the future. I mean, this guy must be really bad or the Titans really <laughs> struggled with him to be like, take whatever we can get. Yeah, he's had a few off-field issues, but yeah. uh, Isaiah Wilson is the guy we're talking about here. Uh, well, last year's first round pick for the Titans or the year before? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Last year, I'm pretty sure. I think uh, I, I read a stat today. He's played three snaps yeah. and they were all in... Uh, the the kneel down formation, <laughs> victory formation as they call it. So he's every time he's played a snap, he's won a game. So. It does sound good when an uh, attack where you took in the first round can only come on the field for kneels. Isn't it great? I think um, right. I read something that he was like Brian Flores. There's a connection there whether they played at the same high school or something back in the day. That I guess the Dolphins are willing to test the wheels on it. I mean, if you're giving up a seventh this year to get, and get a seventh back next year, and especially the picks the Dolphins have, it's not really mm. that big of a risk. It's nothing. It's nothing. There's zero risk, uh, and they get a potential first-round talent. I think Broflo is pretty good. He's got his, uh, I suppose, his locker room in pretty good shape. Yeah. Um, I think he's kind of guy that doesn't put up with shit. So let's see what happens for this bloke. He might be just an absolute bargain. It could be one of that, like, for the price they pay. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Literally if they, nothing. <laughs> if they cut him before preseason, they'd probably still win. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They just moved a pick to next year where they've got yeah. less picks. So, you know, yep. it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer, but, uh, yeah, good for them. Um, so, yeah, that was the big big news of today, I'm pretty sure. And then that minor news of Dak Prescott signing for a squillion dollars. Yeah, a lot of money in a short-term deal. I think that's he got what he wanted in you know, the end, or must be close to. It's just interesting they waited a whole year to um, come to this conclusion. To get it done, yeah. Yep. And I think there was a point, maybe you was said in the group chat, that oh, when he was healthy, they didn't want to pay him. But when he's coming back off an injury, they're now going to pay him. Um, yeah. I think the short-term deal probably works well as opposed to a long, like, you know, a Mahomes-level deal. Uh, 
he could not be the quarterback they want in four years' time. Or there's room for both to move on then. Like, mm. both could go either way. So it's probably really good for all the um, Dallas fantasy assets, like the, the wide receivers. Yeah, um, for sure. And Zeke having Dak back. Hopefully, we can see him play early in the season. I'm not too sure on how his injury is tracking. Or how yeah, no, to be... Yeah, that's that's going to be the interesting thing. Is he going to be ready for for training camp? In, I think in round one, of course. Definitely interesting considering that how much money you pay. You don't want to have like, you know, some of these guys that come start the season with an injury. Normally, it can kick on a little bit. Like, it's not like, oh, we just missed round one. We'll be back there for round two. Sometimes it can be like, oh, we're going to wait and see, wait and see, and then all of a sudden it's it's round five and we're still waiting and see before we have his first game. Mm. Um, but it's probably the move. I I think it's the move Dallas needed to make. I don't think you want to go with another quarterback and with all everything you've put around Dak and how they've invested there to bring in, to gamble on someone else, it doesn't always just work out. No, for sure. Yeah. So four, four years, $160 million, uh, they, they end up paying him $126 million guaranteed. I think he had a, a no-trade clause in there as well. So. Yeah. Oh, um, no tag, I think, as well. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's good for him coming off the back of an injury. And as, as you were saying in our chat today, I think injury showed just how valuable he was. So, um, yeah, look, they kind of couldn't get off the ground. When he was out of there, so yeah, good for them. Good for uh, good for Dak coming off that massive injury. Um, saw a kind of a tweet or a, uh, an Insta story or something of him. It seems pretty overwhelmed that he that he actually got that much money coming off the back of an injury. He had a big big cuddle with his brother, so that's nice. Good to he's, see. He's and good on the Cowboys, I must say. Like not giving up on him just because he broke his leg. So yeah. it's good. I love Dak. He's a good player. Like he's someone to root for as well. Like yeah, it's a bit more exciting to watch as well. You know, gets a bit of scramble going, throw the ball well. I like it. Definitely. I like it. So yeah, that's the the big kind of news around the league at the moment. Nothing else too much. I think there's zero other news that I can think of. Um, can you think of any other news, or is just that? Oh, there was there was talk of Fitzpatrick retiring, and now he's not oh, yes. retiring. So just another yeah. free agent to talk about, I guess. Yeah, look, it'd be interesting to see where he goes um, if he goes. But uh, look, let's we'll wait and, wait and see what happens with him. But. Uh, yeah, that's the NFL news. Uh, zero other news I can think of. Kind of like how many championships uh, yours is one. Just zero. Um, so then we also had a trade um, that we went through. We'll just quickly have a chat about this because there's been a bit of polarizing opinions about it. Uh, yeah, who had this trade? Uh, this was the, uh, uh, the current champion, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a.k.a. me. <laughs> so this is Sheep's one we're talking about here. Uh, I had A-Rob. Traded them away for the 109 Claypool and a 303. Um, yeah, what did you think about it when it came through, Pody? I think like me and you were both in discussion or Dean was best trading sending trade offers to both of us so it's interesting I thought it was a pretty good deal um, in the end I was similar he was similarly going after DJ Moore and there wasn't really the thirds in that offer and I, I was more pushing for a one the 105 or CD Lamb and I think that didn't really sit what he wanted he wanted to keep both of those assets and I guess the 109 and and Claypool is prepared to give up for A Rob, and mm-hmm. then the thirds. I guess he probably just saw them as throwaways, kind of thing. Throwaways, yeah. Which maybe they might be, maybe that, but they're obviously for you some good value. Yeah, look, I'm I'm in a kind of aging team, and I kind of need to sort of lower it a little bit. Uh, Twenty seven now, A Rob. Um, Claypool showed showed enough last year. Juju's on his way out, so there's definitely some targets up for grabs there. Um, yeah, so just trying to younger my team a little bit. 109, look to see what I can get there. There's always good value at the back end of the first. Uh, if you look at last year, back end of the first, what are you looking at? You're looking at Justin Jefferson, Henry Ruggs, Rhaegar, you know, obviously a couple of them kind of misses, but T Higgins, I'd be happy with that. Um, so, yeah, look, see what I can hit. Hopefully I uh, 
pick the right dude. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I think like for Dean, if it's a need that he had for um some consistency at the wide receiver position, and I think A Rod can A Rob can give that to him. Um, mm-hmm. because I think one thing I like about A Rob is he's been very consistent with shit at quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, and it doesn't really matter to me potentially. I can. It'd have to be a really bad spot for him to go to that. I'd think, no, oh, this is no good. Um, he could go to a spot with probably a, a, a not top five quarterback and still produce. Mm. His flaws are good, even yeah. with shit. Yep. Um, so that that's the thing that sort of makes him valuable. And I think if he goes somewhere with a good quarterback, maybe better. And it and the the one thing that I always think about is um, has his value been inflated being on potentially poor teams with poor quarterbacks that. Throwing him a throwing lot. sort of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, so maybe that's some of the boosted ceiling and boosted floor up. But mm. um, if he went to a too good of a team, would he maybe not see the volume that has made him what he is type thing? And you mm. could be like less, like without a touchdown, less reliable. Yeah. And you know, Claypool, um, you know, snap percentage wasn't obviously a sky high like A Rob's. You know, he's in the 60s, 70s, usually around that mark, you know, five, six, seven. Uh, kind of target range but you know as I said before Juju's on his way out we're looking maybe it's uh, a bit more of a higher workload for this guy um, he's shown he can do it he's shown he can put up big numbers already three touchdowns against Philly last year um, plus the 110 yards so that's 40 fantasy points so he's got his free ceiling's definitely there um, he just needs to work on getting that floor up but you know second year coming into this system uh, Big Ben by the sound of it's going to be back there um, changing quarterback might be the only kind of downside for I this one that's, that's the but, the concern, right? Yeah, that's it. That's the risk that I took. Uh, but he's shown that, you know, his first catch was like a toe drag swag. So, you know, and it's not as though Ben was exactly a stellar last year. Um, they were winning games, but I'm not really sure how some of the times. But um, shown he can do it. Hopefully, uh, if there is a quarterback change, you know, I've got another five, six years with him. So, I mean, happy days. If um, if the Steelers do something right and somehow get a veteran quarterback to come in next year or whenever... Mm-hmm. They see fit that Ben's done. Um, it'll be real good for them. I think yeah. that, that that'll just keep his. They don't need to transition the whole offense and and, and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, look, I thought it was worth a shot. Um, and really, like, Abrob is my wide receiver three behind Diggs, Hill, still got Julio, still got a few other dart throws. Um, but yeah, look, the one hundred nine, I can grab some value there hopefully and away we go but yeah look it's not for everyone if you if you don't like it well up, up to you but yeah, I definitely great. need to lower the like age it. yeah I don't like any of your trades <laughs> <laughs> you know how many trades I liked of his zero zero which is like um, yours is championships <laughs> you're picking up what I'm putting down finally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah look needed to lower the age average age of my team that's definitely done it a, sm- yeah. a smidgen um, but yeah um, speaking of Dino's trades, by the way, see that one today, Kelsey and Andrews. Kelsey for Andrews and the one oh nine, one ten or whatever it was. Oh, how would you be? Get away from me. Yeah, he's hungry. Definitely he's hungry, hungry right. for, for some more moves. Uh, if anyone else in the league wants to be hungry like Dean, go go for it. Like, yeah, hit us up. You can't knock him moving around. It'd be interesting to see someone else try. Make a make a few darts. Too right. Yeah. I was looking at. Um, everyone's like so obsessed with the rookie picks at the moment. And it's uh, you know somewhat valued, somewhat not. I was looking at 2000 and what what year are we in now? 2019, so 2019's uh, rookie draft, and yeah. seeing how many players are actually worth keeping 
from the first two rounds and it's like six players that you would actually start now and you know people have such high value on these you know first round picks maybe you need to have a think about it that these dudes have been doing it for years and years and you still don't want to pay for them but you know last year is a bit of an exception the whole first round is usable yeah there was there's so much talk about like the hit and miss ratio and I think you get at the top you get a better chance um because you mm-hmm. have to pick pick of the, the litter. But yep. then in that middle, you have to take... Like, in the middle, you start taking the risk. Like, I think four to, like, seven, you have to start making your own choices. And at the end, you get the scraps. And sometimes just getting the scraps is more valuable than having the pick in the end. If I look at the drafts we've done, it's that middle range where you think, oh, some of these picks are where they, they haven't panned out, so yep. to speak. People have just taken players that on the hype and, um, you know, some... Paris Campbell was... Um, yes, and Nikhil <laughs> Harry's like... Yeah. Um, you know, it's it just looking back at 2019, I went, oh, it should have been Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, Dave Montgomery, Miles Sanders, Harry, Campbell, Hardman, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Hawkinson, Debo Samuel. That was the first round. Um, you can say that Hardman, Paris Campbell, and Harry haven't exactly been stellar. Hardman's shown that he can. Paris Campbell's been injured a lot. Harry sucks balls. Three running backs, good. And then AJ Brown and DK Metcalf went at the back end of the first round. Um they've been the two ones that you want to keep really yeah. um, but you know they didn't get picked with the 104, 105, 106 they got picked with the 107, 108 like yeah. people are so caught up on trading the 104 like it's friggin um, I don't know like you're about to get Chris, Christian McCaffrey for the 104 it's not going to happen every single time so yeah look I, you know, think, maybe lower I think the you're price right because sometimes it's like the top picks you get that top running back right and they're normally the mm. safest picks in the draft then you get to the point where you're the first person to take the receiver, and like sometimes the receivers take a t- like a while, sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. You start to have a crapshoot there, and then at the end, the players that are left, they just come out the back, and then they pick them up. They just pick up the value there. I think mm. it's it's difficult to be in that spot where you you lose the top running backs, and you have to start making a decision on do you go for the next level running back, or do you mm. um, start taking your pick of the wide receiver? And normally, it's a lot more even in the wide receiver. Yeah, too right. Conversation. Um, Whereas you'd be drafting in the third round a backup running back at the highest. You wouldn't be getting yeah. a, a stud at the third round sort of thing because, you know, yeah. they're going towards the first, second round. I don't think But you, something... you, you've got the, the chance of hitting that Terry McLaurin from a couple of years ago in the fourth round. We haven't had one, you know, as good. But Chase Claypool went in the third round last year. I mean, yeah. you'd be happy with him there. Um, yeah, no I think one there's, else, there's, there's a lot not many players went, past the early seconds that... Um, mm like very minimal that are actually worth rostering if they were like if they weren't in two years time they're not going to be on anyone's rosters so they're only yep. kept on the roster now because there's that capital you've invested in them to start with so and you hope <laughs> that they hit right and if they don't hit the first year we'll be like well oh, my taxi squad doesn't have enough room yeah you kind of keep your eye on them but uh, other than that yeah well it's like picks, how many picks players... just seem to be at the moment they just seem to be super inflated and yep. trying to it's not just it, our league it's most leagues picks are just crazy hard to afford you've got to pay a Kelsey for the 101 and it's it's not worth the gamble Kelsey's a week in week out stud and you're going to hope that the guy that you get at 101 is a week in week out stud definitely so zero interest in Derrick Henry too by the way still just a zero interest but yeah what do you do alright let's talk some free agents hey what do you reckon get into it yeah let's get into it alright we'll start at the well quarterback market or it's pretty pretty straightforward 
first one signed today, Dak Prescott, or re-signed. Um, there's not much doing at quarterback this year, apart from the, the Mitchell Trubisky, James Winston, and then the, the, the serious vets like Dalton, Fitzpatrick, uh, Brissett. Yeah, we look down, look down this list, right? It's a who's who of backup quarterbacks that are going to be yeah. in the league now, right? Um, none of these guys are going to be getting a starting spot, I don't think. Well, Winston... Um, that's Was that with a Y? Sorry. Yeah, yeah Winston with a Y, <laughs> um, and a, and an O like deserve. <laughs> <laughs> just, just slip that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's got he like he has potential there. But even if he does become the starter, even if he does get the starting job, I don't think he's safe. Um, no, definitely not. Very long there. Like he he he's in a in a battle. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of them, I don't see none of them are going to land a clear starting game, but they'll all be in fairly good positions to be decent backups, I think. Yeah. Um, Mitch Trubisky is the interesting one here, whether they whether they re-sign him or it sounds like out of Chicago, a lot of the rumours going around that they're going to sign somebody else or draft someone. So that'd be interesting to see what happens with him. But yeah, it's nothing nothing too exciting. Now that Dak signed, it's no, there's no like, you know, Aaron Rodgers or anything that's coming on free agents. So um, I think yeah, they're better off to that. Trubisky is better off to be let go. The Bears have already yeah. clearly... They've exhausted no, he wasn't. Yeah, don't keep him. What's the point of keeping him around? It's just going to cloud the waters for a bit longer. Start fresh. Yeah, I think that's I mean, the, the go for them. Do you see any of the guys on this list being a possible free agent pickup for the Bears? Like, um, oh, and that might make them better than. I mean, a lot of things are better than what they were putting up with Foles and Trubisky last year. Um, I don't think it's going to improve their situation. They might as well just stick with Trubisky, to be honest. I mean, yeah. they could get a vet in there. If they get Fitzpatrick in there, he's just going to chuckle around like a maniac. But whether that suits their style, I'm not really sure. Um, so I don't see any of these guys making too much of a difference. Yeah, they're in a bad honest. spot, the Bears. They're, they're, they're semi-competitive, but not... Like, they're probably really... Not quite there. ...a quarterback and a few weapons on offense. Sure, they've got a decent defense. So it's it's hard. They can't... There's not doesn't seem to be the option for them to just plug and play, really... And, and it's not as, in there. it's not as though they're exactly in the best spot to draft anyone sitting at what pick twenty ish twenty I think it yeah. is they're picking at um, yeah it's not a stellar spot to go and get a quarterback so they're gonna have to either trade up or just sign a vet and hope they can get a year out of him and see what happens um, see if they can improve it but I think they're still gonna play off the back of the defense I guess as their their weapon um, and hope they can get something serviceable out of a quarterback but. Uh, it's always going to be a struggle as well when we're going to talk about wide receivers, but Alan Robinson's also a free agent. Um, so he's going to be probably out the door from Chicago as well. He wants to go and win a ring. Um, so they've lost their best weapon, plus their quarterback situation is not super solved. Or, you know, who wants to go to the Bears at the moment? Not Whatever. many, if any. If any. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll transition over to the wide receivers while we've we've started talking about that. A-Rob's probably the... the Clear number one guy, you reckon? Or, or let's say clear um, number one guy here. Yeah, probably. I think yeah, there's a, the top the top five here are sort of comfortably the top five. Yeah, I mean, I think you could you could spin an order, I guess, for the top four, maybe who you like the most. Um, but they're they're fairly in that like elite, but never all like great. I mean. Mm. So we've got some way to put the words, but like you know what I'm trying to say, none of them are going to be the greatest ever, but they're all going to be very good. Yeah, for the okay. So we've got Alan Robinson, Chris Goblin, Juju, 
Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, they're probably the top five you're looking at. Um, then a bit of age, Marvin Jones, AJ Green, T.O. Hilton, uh, Watkins, and Larry. Uh, what this website's giving me is top ten, but uh, you can obviously have a look at the rest of them and make your own mind up. But the top four or five, you know, Robinson, Goblin, Juju, Galladay, Fuller, that's not my order. I'd rather Galladay over uh, Juju. But um, that's that's the, the kind of guys we're looking at here. A-Rob, perfect fit for him. Do you have a perfect fit for A-Rob? Where would you like to see him go? Oh, perfect fit. Mm. Mm. I think this is a, it's a good way to put it if we have like a perfect fit and a, a worst case scenario. Yep. Any ideas? I'm like, there's a lot of talk about him going to um, Miami mm-hmm. or the Giants. Maybe the Giants would be the better of the two to start with. I think because Jones is a bit... More in the league a little long, yeah, and he's he's confident throwing the ball a bit. He just has some, you know, bad ball control in the pocket mm. and turns over the ball. Can ball throw a fumbles. random one a bit here and there. Yep, he fumbles it a lot as well. Like he just holds yeah, he it. does. Yeah, too right. Yeah. Um. Oh, I think there's not there's not a like clear. They're the two spots with like wide receiver need mm. for me that are also going to probably use a wide receiver well. So I think probably. I'm thinking the Giants, the Giants a little bit more than Miami at the moment. Yeah, Miami, you know, it just doesn't... We don't really know what's going on with their quarterback room. There's, you know, for some reason, some turmoil to... Uh, obviously, hasn't scored too many points with them. Um, rumors of them drafting another dude or rumors of them signing a vet. Who knows what the go is or trading for bloody Watson, even though that's never going to happen. So I don't know what the go is. They mustn't be happy with Tua and his development or his his movement in the in the game. I don't know. Seems to be strange that they've just drafted this dude and they've given him what six games to go and prove himself. Like, give him a shot. Yeah. Give I him think another a, year. They're in a bad spot where they won too many games early last season. Yeah. That that was that probably made him competitive enough to fight for a playoff spot. Um, but they've still got pick it, three. Like, yeah. you know, they can still build off of that pick three and what pick. I'm just having a look now. Pick 18. I mean, I think you really need to stress yourself out and when they go and get someone of, that you need. When they took him out of the game, it sort of it didn't look good. The clear message: um, this is the future. And then, like if they were coming into this season knowing Tua was their quarterback, that one of like it's a lot clearer. No more, no pressure. They have to think about even think about taking a quarterback one three. Just build around it. Um, hmm. Strange. Yeah, I think um, they are a wide receiver needy team yeah, definitely. it's just who's the one that fits the most and I think Alan Robinson and Smith Schuster both sort of fit that mold Miami mold. yeah Chris Godwin's not going to leave Tampa Bay like I think yeah like, I don't think we're so pretty confident with that so. right yeah I think um, yeah pretty confident I mean you've just won a championship um, things are going good there like I think I had seen him say something like he was willing to you know not take maximum money to stay to stay Try and go back to that. a lot with Tom Brady around. Yeah, it does. I think he builds a good culture, I guess, of winning, which helps. But uh, yeah, then, uh, so yeah, Goblin will stay. Juju, Kenny Golladay, these are the kind of guys I like. Kenny Golladay, I'd love to get him on the Cardinals. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. He's probably going to ask for too much, but uh, I could see that as a, a sick one two punch Hopkins and Golladay. Get that in me. Um, obviously, Larry's a free agent as well. I think he's either going to sign just to have another year or he's going to retire one of the two um, haven't heard too much news on him yet but yeah one of those two the Cardinals would be pretty stellar Juju in the slot um, Christian Kirk's kind of I suppose he's still usable uh, but I think Andy Isabella and the guys behind him 
haven't really been exactly as stellar as they were hoping. So I think um, they could make a move free agent. They've got a fair bit of cap space left, even though they just signed JJ Watt. So thoughts on those yeah. two, mate? I think that's an interesting spot. I think Smith Schuster probably fits better than Dolanay mm. there with Hopkins mm. currently there. Um, but I'm trying to think, who do you... If we looked at the best landing spot, what do you think the best landing spot for Juju is? It's hard because, you know, there's there's a few teams I could see him going to. Um, there's a lot of talk. Viewers, his favourite spot is the Raiders. Um, I can't... I can't argue with it. It's a pretty good landing spot, to be honest. Um, where else did I was, I think, in the other day that I said... Where did I say the other day? Was it the Cardinals? Maybe it was just the Cardinals. No, I said something the other day. I can't remember what it is now, though. I mean, if you landed in Green Bay as a slot guy, woofed. Yeah, it would be a good good place for him to go. I think... Um, I'm not too sure what Green Bay are going to do, whether they're willing to... What's their cap space like? I can't even remember. I have to look at the cap space. I'm on it. You're on it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Smith Schuster is the one that is the most intriguing for me here. I think because a change of scenery could make him. Yeah, they can't afford him. Could make him improve, or could make him just just like become nothing. Um, the Raiders are interesting as well because I guess they don't really have anyone. And what's his name? Nelson Aguilar put up pretty decent numbers for you know a jag that they just picked up on mm-hmm. free agency type thing, and so I think. I don't think he was ever a jag. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, but I think yeah, I he would, he would look good there. I think his his ceiling would be capped, but his floor would be fairly well. Um, mm. Probably wouldn't be a great thing. It'd be interesting to see how that impacted Darren Waller if he did go there. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of over the middle guy. Juju's kind of like a slot yeah. dude. Yeah, I don't think Juju's going to go to Miami. I think he he's not going to fit in with Pro Flow. Yeah, potentially, yeah. I think, yeah, Vegas, uh-huh. with the whole uh, culture that's going on there, I guess, as as you always kept saying, it, it did make a lot of sense. Um, but in saying that, yeah, Packers, their cap space is fucked. Um, there's a spot of the Jets, so someone could go yeah, there. I was going to say, one of these guys is going to go to the Jets, for sure, right? They're and we're going to be disappointed. Like, whoever, someone, like, they got the money, right? They're going to pay yeah, top dollar. they got a lot of cap space. Who's it going to be? If we if you talked about Alan Robinson wanting a ring, no, it's not. Is him. he going to get a ring in the Jets? No. No. What about Smith Schuster? How does he? He would like to be. Does he want a, the brand of being in New York? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he wants to be cashed up big time. Um, he looks like the kind of material kind of dude, always rocking the the, the newest, freshest looked. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he went to Jets for a bit of money. Um, and yeah, as you said, the New York market's huge. Um, Indianapolis have got a fair bit of cap space. They probably need a wide receiver. So one of these dudes could, could easily end up in the Colts. Um, thoughts on that landing spot? Maybe for a Kenny G. I think it would be all right, but I, I probably wouldn't like Kenny G going there. I think there's a better... Like, if he stayed in Detroit, I'd rather that than him going to... Just because of all that's changed there. I haven't actually like, heard that much talk about Kenny G. Lions don't have much cap space either, so it's going to be hard to work him in there. Yeah. But they're gonna lose like they lose Marvin. They gotta mm. keep one of the two like they're gonna have no receivers on their roster apart mm. from Tyrell Williams who they I think they're hey, signing. Quintus Cephas for the for the win. Yeah. I, I don't think you, <laughs> I don't think you bring you bring Jared Goff over in the trade and then just Don't give him anything to throw to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it's not gonna work out. Like they, they sort of took him to try and hope that he could be something for them. Um and take advantage of getting 
picks for Stafford in the deal. Um, so it will be interesting to see whether what they do. That I think they're not going to. It doesn't make sense to do anything with Starve and Marvin Jones. Yeah. Um, yep. So you pay. I just tag Greg Holiday if it's if it's available. Yeah, I think they're going to tag. That's probably the option there. Um, tag and see what you can get from him. Hopefully you can extend him, but tag's probably the go there. Um, otherwise, yeah, look, who knows? Um, well, the Jags, we didn't talk about the Jags as one of these landing spots as well for these It guys. is. They do need a wide receiver. I think they're going to get quarterback early on here. So they need someone to throw to, right? I think you get a... You probably get one of the younger blokes think it's a good move because you get on a team that's heading in the right direction that's going to have like one of these transcendent quarterbacks come mm-hmm. in. That idea of... You know, the rookie contract quarterback normally gets a good roster build around him because he's not paid tons of money. Um, there could be a good situation for, for one of these top guys to, to land there. Mm. And think maybe it's probably looking like... I think maybe Galladay could be a good fit there. Someone big, but it, like... Big on the outside. I don't, I don't think Juju goes there because of the, the market. And Yeah, no, you're if, right. If the money's right, though, it could, it could change. Yeah. Yeah, so there's also a whole bunch of other just randoms. Um, you can look at a full list uh, online, look it up. There's about 150 different lists you can look at. Jeff Cotton, who's definitely one to, to keep an eye on. Marcus Kemp, Austin Carr, those kind of guys, you know, all of those studs that score at least zero points fantasy every week. So Sean Poindexter, he's free agent. God damn, someone's got to sign that guy. He's got to be real smart, Poindexter. What right, a name. Sean Poindexter, what a name. Anyway, right. Going. Stop talking about Greg's roster, and we'll go back to um, <laughs> these top. Fred. These last ones here, we did, like we'll just give a quick go of like, do you think they stay? They, like, where do they go? Or uh, so Marvin Jones, I think he's on the way out. He'll go to someone who needs a, a vet. Um, AJ Green, age. Oh, it's hard to see what the go is with AJ Green because he was so unhappy at the Bengals start of last year. So I can see him on the way out. I think he's he's getting real old. He's going to have to sign with. You know what, I could see him going to the Colts just to piss everyone off. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, he's a free agent as well, speaking of the Colts. Sammy Watkins, I think the Chiefs want to get him back on board. Larry Fitzgerald, I think the Cardinals want to get him back on board. Keep we didn't, what, Will here. Fuller. Will Fuller, yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, the big flyer. The flying V. <sighs> I think if they're if, if you're Houston, you want to keep him, right? Yeah. Um, but if, if you've got trouble with... Um... What's in everything in the world? Are you paying his one of his weapons to play with another quarter? Like just shit. It could be Some a franchise tag if, option if Watson sits. Know. And apparently Texans are. He could be. Yeah, uh, the Texans are apparently willing to let <laughs> Watson sit too. So really well run organization. I might actually put my hand up to go and. Oh, I think I was going to say the Texans are just screwing themselves. I think just as much me. as Keep you don't let I'll, it, I'll do it. I'm, I'm happy to do it. You don't want to let a guy like Watson go. Just take no, the shit, best, no. best deal and move on and just start again. Like they, they need a. You're never going to reset if he just hangs around and the, the things will just dig, dig, dig worse. I don't know. Do you remember that time they traded away Jontre Hopkins? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, it's. Well, uh, do you reckon? Just horrible. The Texans would win a ring first or Chris Ewers? Texans. I'm oh, sorry. Guest FC. Texans. Texans? I'll, okay. I'll lock in the Texans. Big call, big call. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Jesus. All right, so we've got some running backs as well that are free agents. A couple of interesting ones here. The most interesting or the most notable to, to go through here is probably Aaron Jones, the Green Bay Packers. He's a free agent this year, uh, coming off the back of two pretty damn good years. Um, he's shown he's worth a lot of value, scores a lot of touchdowns. He just looks real solid. Um, what do you reckon he does, Aaron Jones? Do you reckon he tries and stays in Green Bay, maybe signs for a team-friendly contract, but obviously they're going to need to give him a bit of money? Uh, as well, because he's clearly quite valuable to them. What do you reckon? Mate, I think that's his best outcome, is to stay in Green Bay. I don't For think sure. he gets... Um, like, money-wise, he could get a better offer somewhere else, but he's also Chance seems... to win a ring-wise. I think he seems to me like a guy that isn't just all about them. Like, he's not going to let himself... If they're not going to pay him value, he probably will go somewhere else, but... He would take a slight discount for that chance to, to go and win a ring. Um, yeah. There's a lot of the talk of AJ Dillon in town, and I think that's probably something that's set up um, the Packers well. They, they're not obliged to have to pay him and mortgage their future, like their continued future away when uh, you know they don't want to be linked to an aging Aaron Rodgers and an aging running back in four years' time or a long-term mm. deal then and be hit there so they, they're at a point where they they can go either way and um, I do think the best option for him is, is remaining in Green Bay like it really works well for him there I don't see another potential landing spot where he gets um, as good of a quarterback that's going to have them involved strongly in both the run and, and passing game yep. like I think there's talk of I don't know there was talk of I guess Miami's also one of the big running back Markets, um, New York, Jets need a running back. Yep. Does he really want to go to those two teams? Like yeah. maybe maybe Miami might be. But they had a good record last season, and they're they're heading the right direction. That might be a spot that you might consider, um, for the right money. I don't think there's necessarily another amazing spot for him to land where he's going to think he's got a better chance of winning a Super Bowl than. No, hundred percent. Green Bay. He could also be a franchise tag kind of guy as well. I think there's a bit of talk about him getting tagged, or, or uh, what's his name, Corey Lindsley, or whatever his name is. Yep. Um, the two that kind of tossing up between. I was reading that this morning. So yeah, he's a, he's a candidate for the tag, but um, yeah, I think his best situation is to stay where he is, um, and and try and win that ring, and hopefully not uh, ask for you know an astronomical amount of money astronomical good good use of words uh Kenyon Drake is probably well it's number two on this list let's just say we're using a list here Kenyon Drake from the Arizona Cardinals don't see them signing him again um talk of them just rolling with Chase Edmonds but I don't really believe that either um he had the chance to kind of be the dude last year and didn't really take it by the the horns so um I can see them either drafting somebody or, or signing a free agent um in some way, shape, or form, to at least push him. Um, but yeah, Kenny Drake, I don't see him being back at the Cardinals. Um, maybe he ends up at Miami. <laughs> now, who do you think? Where do you think you see Kenny Drake? What do you see him doing? Timeshare? Oh, mate, I'm, I think so. I'm, I'm struggling to not look down the rest of this list and think, could all these guys like be worth uh, the Devontae Freeman from last year and just beat you? You know, free agents when the season Asking comes for around too much. be picked up by a team. Maybe yeah. I think the value is not there. They'll have to take whatever's available. Uh, look, yeah, there's nothing after Aaron Jones. There's nothing real stellar. Kenny I think Drake, Aaron Chris Jones Carson, is, 
He's in that yeah. stud level where... He's in the tier by himself at the top. Yeah. And then you've got, what, Drake, Carson, Lindsay, Fournette, Bell, Gurley. Which, when you think about that, was that doesn't help Green Bay to keep him, right? Yeah, If teams true. are really looking for a running back, he's the one they're going to be coming for. Like, one team that I can say needs a running back, but we know can't afford Aaron Jones would be Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. And a team that loves to run the ball and probably running back friendly. Um I think some of these other guys might be that option to go there. Uh, I'm really, I'm thinking Chris Carson could be a good fit for them. Just a bruiser. They like that sort of yep. guy that just runs hard. Um, but I think they could like they will look to probably get a veteran in. And there's a there's a good list of them here. To take, yeah, right? Lev Belt or something like that. <laughs> Back to the Steelers. Nah. Um, what do you reckon about your mate Philip Lindsay? You're the oh, guy think... that uh, owns him in every league you're in. So. Yeah. What do you I think Phil, about him? Philip Lindsay is going to be probably re-signed at the mm-hmm. Broncos. Um, I would say, I say probably with a little bit of an asterisk. So it depends whether they're prepared to offer him. I think they want to have him come back, but also he did come into the league as a UDFA. He's not mm. paid a lot of money for the performance. He's you know the value he's put up for the team with being the only rush to rush for two thousand back to back two thousand yard seasons as a UDFA. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I wouldn't be surprised if he took a deal elsewhere if the Broncos weren't prepared to match him. I think they're going to tender him with that second round pick. So it depends whether another team's willing to, to pay up and get to him. pay out on that. Which yep. I don't think you're prepared to offer a second round, like give up a second round pick to, to take Philip Lindsay. Yep. Um, um, other than that, those all vets, uh, the Fournettes, the Bells, the kind of guys that are just signed on the one year loans, oh, one year loans, yeah. one year deals. The one that's interesting to me, big is Todd Gurley. What's going to like I. I heard some. I heard a take where they were like, he could be the Devontae Freeman of last year when I mentioned it before. And I was like, whoa. It's a big From, big from massive from, to two years ago to just like, almost you think irrelevant. Of what Christian, think Christian McCaffrey now. That was Todd Gurley two yeah. years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's great being the Todd Gurley owner. It doesn't trigger you at all seeing the, the cliff. He essentially just drove straight off it. Yeah. Um yeah, it's been a, a massive fall from grace. He was an absolute stud. The 101 in Dynasty Drafts when we, we first started Chiefs 1, he was the 101, or should have been the 101, but he was took OBJ, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> that's probably why he's won the zero titles. <laughs> oh, yes, got another one. Got another one. Uh, but anyways, got yeah, he's... he's um, yeah, it's just amazing to see how far he's gone down. Hopefully he doesn't turn into the Dominant Freeman. Hopefully he actually can and find a gig and actually do some stuff, but you can see it as the more likely outcome to be honest which is a bit of a shame but yeah the um, Falcons gig was like he was a good opportunity for him he landed in a spot with mm. very little competition a good decent offense like you know good quarterback good receivers maybe not the greatest line but he started off with a few touchdowns um, mm-hmm. but he wasn't necessarily running what he used to be so like he could land somewhere that is good for him but it's going to struggle to be fantasy reliable I think for Todd Gurley yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a bugger, but um, you know, if you can move him, move him. But I don't think you're going to get much for him at the moment. He might be one of those guys you have to you have to hold out and like. Yeah, I think he's just going to sit on your bench and hope that he lands in like you know a, a perfect spot and they actually use him. But you know, last year only 195 carries. That's his lowest of his career. Um, 678 yards, nine touchdowns is obviously what helped him fantasy wise. Uh, but the, you know, the receptions way down. Didn't use wasn't used at all. Um, in the passing game essentially uh, but yeah look 
see what happens, see where he lands, go from there. But, uh, yeah, look, big four from Grace. Um, and then you've got James White from the Patriots. He's a free agent. Mike Davis is a bit of a sneaky, interesting one because he actually showed that he's got it last year when CMC was out. He went and just destroyed it. So be interesting to see where he lands, if they re-sign him or if he goes somewhere else. But I think he's a sneaky yeah. guy. If he lands on the, in a good spot, he might actually do some work. Yeah, he's um like when he was on the the Bears, there was a little bit of talk on might might have a chance at him, but then mm-hmm. realistically he he didn't do very well there. But that was perhaps just the Bears. Um, and at some of these guys that just land in a wrong, like it just shows like you can land in a wrong spot. He could be picked up by someone else and not be very good again. And it was mm. that system in um, Carolina, Carolina is just running back friendly, yep. and it definitely is. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I wonder where. He'd have to land in a decent spot to yep. have any have any serious value because he's sort of yep. just like a a waiver wire guy that you is only ever going to be valued. Like, what are you going to give him up for a fourth if he lands in a good spot? Like, that's yeah. the best offer you can get. Yeah, you know he's aging too, twenty eight years old already, so he's not exactly young. Um, but yeah, look, he showed a bit of juice last year, so interesting to see if he gets anything off the back of that. He's probably going to be in a timeshare spot as we we're going to predict here, I reckon. So yeah, look. That's about it for the running backs. Um, yeah, James said, White was one that I just wanted yeah. to... He, he's yeah, one that landed in, in a good pass-friendly spot, and it'd be interesting to see whether... I guess it's going to be a telling to see him outside of New England if he does leave. Um, and is he a talent guy or just... He's got a lot of... Like, volume is his key. Mm. Uh, I think that's one thing that's always stuck him up, is good volume, and he's fairly productive with the small volume, but he's never been... Like good in space and breaks electric. Sort of thing. He does what he needs to do and he does it well and like takes a catch, gets the first down, like which is yeah. what the Patriots are all about. So I'll be interested to see whether he can land in a a new team that's running back friendly. Friendly, yeah. Uh, and see if he can have some value fantasy wise. Yeah, look, be interesting. Um every every team needs a pass catching back. He didn't do much last year, so he's probably fresh and see what happens. But uh yeah, that's about it for the running backs. Um, if you want a full list, Google it. <laughs> Good one. Uh, free agent tight ends. This is everyone's favourite position, obviously. Um, nothing huge to talk about here. Hunter Henry. Or when when Moelle Cox is on this list, you know it's not very exactly. Very yeah, good. exactly. In the top six, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, probably the two standout ones here. Rob Gronkowski is there as well. Um, he obviously had a very good twenty twenty season. Jared Cook, Gerald Everett, Moali Cox is apparently one of the top tight end available. So Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith are probably the two I'd be targeting here if I was a team in need of a tight end. Um, thoughts on, on Henry? I think he's been disappointing because he's been injured a lot, but what do you do? Oh, I think someone else is get, someone's going to pay for him, right? Um, Brent get crazy money, like crazy, crazy top dollar, but he get decent because he's valuable he can do a bit of both um, but I don't I think one thing I've learned is tight ends moving teams don't normally come through yeah. straight away so you have to have some time there to be to let him adjust so after, I could see Johnny Smith just staying at the Titans I reckon they'll re-sign him uh, he's been pretty reliable for them um, since what's his name went out the door Delaney Walker Yep. Uh, so I reckon they'll, they'll re-sign him because he's been he's been solid as Hunter Henry. I can actually see staying in the Chargers too, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't um, be surprised if he did stay with the Chargers. I think yep. they they would have a hole behind a tight end if they lost him, right? Yeah, hundred percent, exactly. So they're gonna have to go out and get a dude. So unless they want to bring a tag in as well. Oh yeah, the big gigantic guy. 
Yeah. He's so big. Stupid. Yeah, he's huge. But I don't think he can play an every down kind of role like like Henry. Uh, Henry can. Henry. There we go. There's a new name. Henry. Um, I do like What about him. Jared Everett? Jared Everett? Stay at the Rams? Yeah. I don't think he's going to go and command millions of dollars. I think he's a solid dude, and I think the Rams would want to keep him. Are the, um, are the Cardinals looking for a tight end? The Cardinals are never looking for a tight end. Yeah, no, I was going to say, they're, they're one team that I, you look down the list and say, oh, they don't have a tight end, but... They don't, and they, they actually still don't. Like, Dan Arnold yeah. last year has, is a free the agent postman. again. The postman, he's a free agent yeah. again. So it's... They've never used a tight end. No. Um, it's so I don't see them if they're gonna if they are gonna sign a, a tight end it'll be like a Kyle Rudolph who's just come off uh, or been been dropped by the Vikings and they'll just sign him to a one year come and just do the job for a year and see what we can yeah get I reckon and then they Rudolph's probably a, a bigger name on this list than Mo yeah um, <laughs> at least he's had some like he's a decent tight end in the league and do his strong run blocker yeah uh, oh. And I reckon that's what a Cardinals team would... You know what? That's it. Kyle Rudolph to the Cardinals, I'm calling it. No, I was going to say, <laughs> one of these guys, apart from Rob, Rob staying at Tampa, yep. um, would be great. Like, I think the Seahawks probably always looking for a, a nitty-gritty tight end. Mm-hmm. Rudolph sort of fits that mould, I think. They, yeah, you're they, probably like, right. Like, you know, they bring, in, they bring in these old... Like, they've had Jimmy Graham, Olsen, Kyle Rudolph, test the water... See what happens. Jared Jared Cook's pretty. He'd be interesting. Yeah, he's to see been handy. He's well. just he's getting on. Thirty five years old. Woofed. Getting on. Yeah, yeah, but he's handy still. That's the thing. But yeah, look, tight ends, right? Yeah. Wouldn't want to buy him. What would you buy Hunter Henry for in a dynasty league right now? Oh, oh not. I mean, it's tough. Everyone thinks that these guys could be Travis Kelsey, but... That's the thing. That's the thing. The price would be like, oh, you know, he's got the potential to be, you know, tight end one. Well, yeah, yeah. he's been in the league for four or five years now. How many times has he been tight end one? Zero. Oh, I think that's definitely the most intriguing thing about the tight end position is that, yeah, none of these guys really have that ability to be tight end. Like, they could be tight end one if Kelsey's dead. Like, or like, you know, the two, then it's Waller, and if all three of them go down... And yeah. there's that those 150 more points they would score than the next tight end don't exist. Then maybe they could be the tight end one. Like, yeah, they they don't have the volume or or if Kelsey does go down, and... you've got to take the backup in Kansas City before you take dude like Moaley Cox, right? <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I just think even across other tight ends that are the higher yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. this guy's the top five. This guy's top ten. So if you were trying to buy like, Travis yeah, Kelsey, right? Oop, you're trying on. to try. You're trying to charge him at eighty percent of Travis Kelsey price when he really is, you know, thirty percent. Yeah. Travis <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prices like, at the moment. You know what I mean, like it's just very the, the... consistent. Very high. Yeah. Very high. Very inconsistent. Very high. And, and a... everyone wants the the most they can possibly get for the one hundred and nine. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it, mate. Yeah. We got anything else? Not much else, um, unless you want to go into kickers. Nah. Okay. Well, then we're I got zero done. cares for kickers. Zero cares? Yeah, zero cares. Zero. Yeah, zero. Zero. <laughs> 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 no, that's about it. Um, we'll get back into the wide receiver rookies. Oh, bloody hell. 
the rookie wide receivers next week. We're going to start our breakdown on those kind of dudes, give ourselves a week off, uh, seeing as the free agency is is coming here. But uh, look, last question for you. If you were to buy any of these free agents in Dynasty, who are you going after as number one? In non-Superflex? Non-Superflex, because, yeah. Makes it a bit more interesting. I reckon Marvin Jones is a, is a great buyer for, like, you know, 109. <laughs> don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't own him or anything. No, no not no. at all. I don't own the 109 or anything. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, someone that I think probably has some good value is any of the, the top. You know, you'll be looking at these wide receivers. Um, I think Chris Godwin probably isn't <laughs> like achievable, right? The guy their own team is not going to give him up. But like, no. I don't think Robinson, Juju, Kenny G, and Will Fuller all have potential of maybe improving a little bit, but also not. Yeah. That's falling the off. Worry, I think right? that's, I think they're fairly safe, but they're just this their improvement that like they're they're capped at what they can be more. Mm-hmm. Um so it's like if you want to pay for that, the value's there and someone might also be thinking, Well, everyone often thinks free agency means a better landing spot, but sometimes it's not necessarily Yeah, hundred percent. Um I mean you can make all the noise you want, uh, as Alan Robinson is doing, but in the end the one with the most money is gonna pretty much get you right yep. yeah and I think that's um, a good a good thing to have um, it's just none of them are really glaring it out to me as being guaranteed yeah like if I want to get paid for Juju someone's going to say oh he's going to be a wide receiver one somewhere else and that's the <laughs> price you're expected to pay and it could be like yep. but he could be a wide receiver two somewhere else that yep. gets half the share so yeah, I think it's not it's not easy for me. I think if it was Superflex, I think Dak still. I'd be trying to buy him if I could on a on a on a low. Aaron Jones, the running back, is the one to go for for me. Maybe oh, I don't know. None of the other running backs are safe. Like they could all they all could all have a decent season, one season somewhere else, but or they could mm. also uh, be stuck in a committee and mm. not be very valuable. I'd actually take a stab if you can get him cheap at Chris Carson. Hopefully, he leads somewhere decent. Yeah, um, Chris Carson. If you can get him I, cheap, I'd probably like. go after Chris Carson there. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, he's just nothing special, but does he just does the work? That's well. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, real solid. Real solid. So he, he's probably he's the dude in that... Dynasty I'd go after because he's not exactly. He's not young, 26 years old, but you know he's still got a couple of years left. If he's you're going also, after a title, go after he's him. He's had a lot of carries. Shane sure can do it. A couple of fumble problems here or there, but what do you do? Uh, Todd Gurley, definitely worth a 101. Um, Strachan, come and trade for him. But, yeah, look. Interesting. It's going to be interesting. Obviously, we'll take um, a look at these guys when they land in the spots that they land and, and see, obviously, reorder these guys. Um, and, obviously, it's going to bump some of these dudes up, bump some of these dudes down, uh, depending on where they land. So, keep an eye on it. Starts next week. Uh, we're probably going to do a podcast in between now and then, but uh, we thought we'd give you a bit of a heads up if you're going to go and target a few of these dudes. Go out, get after him. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for free agency. What, anything else you want to talk about here, Petey? Oh, I just we we had a bit of problem with our mailbag. Um, I think some of the emails were going in the junk inbox. Oh right, have we got a few? Um, so we? we got a bit of we got a bit of backlog here. I just I just had one that I thought was a good good one to read out. Um, it's from everyone's. Everyone's favorite, very good. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't just, sent in a voice recording. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't checked my like our uh, phone line, our voicemail. Yeah, one eight hundred. Awesome. Yeah, 
that one. One eight hundred need one title. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Title. Um. <laughs> You know what? I was going to try and not make any U's as in one of the gonna It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. The first, the first question was um, from from Gerg, as as previously mm-hmm. said, um, mm-hmm. and it was how many titles has uh, Chris Ewers has won? <laughs> I think we've answered that enough throughout this episode, uh, Gerg. If you want to go back and, and listen, um, I can summarise it for you. It's zero. Any else? How many? Zero. Um, and then. <laughs> And then now uh, the other question came through and it said, um, <laughs> if 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 um, if Ewers was sponsored by a golfing brand, um, would it be Titleist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good. <laughs> I think that needs to maybe just <laughs> rearrange their spelling just ever so slightly. Yeah, he could be a if it was Titleist. <laughs> What's out of list? It's very good. It's very good. Um, it'll be perfect. Yeah, it's very good. Yep. Oh, far out. I like it a lot. Look, he's probably he's due. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah, but in saying one. that, so is nine other people because I won it yeah. twice in a row. What? Someone's oh yeah. Should we talk due. about uh, our um, plans for the uh, the rookie drafts and commissioning? Oh yeah, go ahead. Get it out into the the atmosphere. What do you reckon? Get a get a feel for it. Yeah, so I'm going to start commissioning these rookie drafts. Well, this year I'm going to do the commissioning of the rookie drafts. Every, uh, and then every year after this, we're going to just pass on to the next person. So the commissioner will choose who they think has drafted the best rookie draft out of the lot of the other people. Obviously, there's going to be some that just have no rookie picks, so it makes it easier. But uh, I think each commissioner needs to bring something new to the commissioning role. So I'm going to start it off. I'm not going to tell you what it is. going to keep it a secret. Um, something a little bit exciting, you know, to make your commissioner a ship. A little bit different, a little bit more exciting, a little bit interesting. So we're going to do that from now on. Um, I, I initially thought whoever won the league, because they're going to have 110, could commission the draft. But I think giving everyone a go is a little bit better. Um, so you get sick of doing it, No, I'm not going to get sick. Never. Mate, I don't get sick of talking. Are you serious? I could talk a fucking ear off a... How many, what's something that's got a lot of ears? Off an elephant. Um, That's got a big ear. I can talk an ear off an elephant. There you go. There's a new saying for those playing at home. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Commission these rookie drafts instead of just poking the name onto sleeper. I guess it's a bit boring, eh? Just the first round, though. That'd be Thoughts? good fun. Good fun. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Next week, rookie, wide receivers, round one. Looking forward to it. Breaking down some film. Going from there. Perfect. All right. All right, Pointer. Thanks for coming. Yeah, don't forget to like, subscribe, um, five-star reviews, 55-star reviews. Send them in. We yeah, hit them up. Hit us up with some mailbag because um, we you know, haven't heard from Gerg for a while until today, but seems to be a really new question that actually probably wasn't. No, I think I had like... I, ch- I checked the inbox and there was like about 150 emails from Gerg and I think all but one had a, a reference to how many championships has he was won. Oh, wow. He needs to really stop harping on about that, hey? Yeah. Kirk's just... You know, <laughs> pushing shit up the hill there. <laughs> Look, we've said it enough, and I think it's time to lay off the fact that Ewers has not won a single title. Yeah. Kind of like he's not Beat here today. Dead, uh, Beat a dead horse. Yeah, that's it. But, you know, when you haven't won a title, it's pretty easy to get after you, right? Yeah. Now we're just dawdling. So, anyway, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, bye.